What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? Oh my goodness, we have two more podcast episodes left until we enter into the new year. I'm super excited um, about the changes that's coming with the podcast and just what is to come in 2020. So today we're going to continue on this journey of hearing tips and information from these great powerhouses. And I was introduced to Ray Dalio this week after watching an interview that he did with, or a sit down that he did with um, Sean Combs, AKA Diddy, AKA Puff Daddy. And he, he happens to be his mentor, but he touched on some things that I think are powerful. And I wanna give you guys his five-step process that comes from one of the books that he's written. Again, 2020 is a shift in mindset, a shift in, you know, changing what we used to do and doing something new. So get your notepads, get ready. We're gonna continue on this journey of getting that level up plan for 2020. We're entering into a whole new decade. 2020 is coming up. We're about to do things differently and do things differently because 2019 was not the year that you expected it to be and it could have been so much more. But what I want to help you identify is those specific gifts and talents that you have, those blind spots and areas that you need to pay attention to, those gaps you need to fill, those values, and have that level of self-awareness so you can tap into your genius zone. Yes, I do actually mean a genius zone. We all have it. We all have these special skills within ourselves that that we just don't tap into like we need to. So I need you to write down this email address and email me so we can sit down and go through this assessment. That email address is info, I-N-F-O at AishaThomas.org, A-I-S-H-A-T-H-O-M-A-S dot O-R-G. Again, email me right away. And what we're going to do is provide you the tools that you need to make 2020 that year that you never expected. There are three things that uh, everybody brings you. Um, Skills is what almost everybody hires for, and it's the least important of the three things. The most important things are values, abilities, and skills. So first, what are their values? Because if you're not values aligned, you're going to have a problem. Like, how are you going to be with each other? The second thing is then abilities, like like some people like you, a very creative thinker. Somebody may be very reliable. They're not creative. But each person has a natural ability and abilities that they've gone to develop. Those are the things that make you excel or worse, bad at things. So what you guys just heard was a piece of the sit-down that Ray Dalio did with Sean Combs, a.k.a. Diddy, for all you hip-hop heads take that take that um but of course you know for us that grew up on hip-hop that's who um, we know are familiar with sean combs from you know the bad boy era but you've seen the evolution with everything that he's done he is now went to from like a music mogul and now he's a business mogul he's really incorporating other aspects of um business outside of music into who he is. We all know him from Ciroc Vodka and the clothing line. I mean, there are a multitude of things that he's doing. But just like I've been kind of breaking down to you guys, like the importance of mentorship, we have seen it in Oprah and a lot of these, you know, big name celebrities or icons or, you know, business minds in the world that they all have mentors. And Ray Dalio is one of the mentors to Sean Combs. 
Um, and if you don't know who he is, he's the founder, co-chief investor officer, and co-chairman of Bridgewater Associates, which is a global macro investment firm and is the world's largest hedge fund, excuse me, largest hedge fund. Um, he also has books that he's written, and he's also a philanthropist. So he's been able to do some really amazing things, and him and Diddy connected at an event, and since then he's been mentoring him. So again, as we're working on this level up plan for 2020, I want to take from these great minds and these people, people who have reached this level of success that a lot of us attain to get to and just see like how they did it. What is the difference? Are they doing anything different? So I stumbled upon a piece from his book, which is a five step process to get what you want. And one of the first things that he discusses is have clear goals. And again, like I said before, you're going to start seeing a pattern in what these great minds are saying, which allows you to kind of understand that, okay, there's a pattern here. So these must be some things that I really need to implement. So do you have clear goals? Uh, prioritize. While you can virtually do anything you want, you can't have everything that you want. So although we want everything, but we can't have everything. So we have to ensure that we're prioritizing when we have these goals. Um, don't confuse goals with desires. Make sure that you have those clear goals. They're not desires. These are things that you really, really want. So make sure that you differentiate the two and make sure you have clear goals because it's not a desire, but an actual goal. And it also says, don't mistake the trappings of success for success itself. Of course, success looks different for everyone. Some people, their level of success is having a nice home, having a nice family. And some people see success as having a certain amount of dollar amount. But I believe we need to look, look, at, look at success from multiple lanes. Yes, you might want to be financially comfortable, but you want to make sure that you have mental success, that your family is successful, that you have all these facets in your life. They're all successful because... You know, yes, you can have all the money in the world, but what if your family is broken down? What if your mental is broken down? What if your spiritual is broken down? So make sure that you have these things into place. Um, he also says never rule out a goal because you think it's unattainable. I think that's so powerful. A lot of us think that goals are unattainable, but the truth is sometimes it's just exposure. I remember years ago telling people that my big dream was starting this big organizations to give back to youth. And, you know, I used to say it, and, but in my head, I was like, that's just too big to attain. But now that I have had the level of, ex of exposure, I know that consists of a nonprofit organization. I know that it is possible because I'm seeing it being done on a regular basis. So it's super attainable. So never rule out a goal because you think it's unattainable. And also when you're clear, when you're setting those clear goals, Almost nothing can you can stop you from succeeding if you have flexibility and self-accountability. Remember, flexibility and self-accountability. I think that flexibility is really important because there are some people that are going to expand your mind. They're going to allow you to see things differently. And you have to kind of be open to feedback and be flexible to move and shift and change because sometimes when you're going down a path, you might think it's right, but sometimes you have to veer off or go another way because it's not right. But you also have to be accountable of self and say, hey, self, I did something wrong. I messed up here. Take that accountability. Don't blame anyone else. If you know that you've done something wrong, hey, it's cool. Own it but then shift and utilize that flexibility to get around it. And finally, in, in setting clear goals, know how to deal well with setbacks. You want to be able to deal with setbacks so you can move forward because setbacks, people can get so stuck in the season of setbacks that they stay that stay there and they never move forward. So make sure that you don't just stay stuck in your setbacks or your setbacks make you 
stay stuck and you decide I'm not even going to move forward with this, but you're going to look at the setback, utilize that flexibility, utilize that self-accountability and move forward towards that goal that you have in mind. So the next thing, so we just talked about setting clear goals. Now we're going to talk about identifying and not to tolerate problems. It says view painful problems as potential improvements that are screaming at you. Problems are things that people run from. They don't want to address. They don't want to talk about for a multitude of reasons. I'm not, I'm not sure why people tend to, you know, not want to address certain problems, but it's really important that we look at those problems and look at it as a potential improvement. I can use the example of working in a workplace and you know this person has had this bad attitude the entire time they've been there. Now you're the new person there. They're like, and you're looking at everyone like, you guys have been tolerating this guy with this attitude this entire time. How come no one has addressed it? Maybe years ago, somebody could have helped him and supported him and given him that mentorship. And then it wouldn't have never got to this point where he's bitter and upset and it's affecting the mood of the organization. So when you see potential problems, also look at them or painful problems, also look at them as potential improvements. Don't avoid confronting problems because they are rooted in harsh realities that are unpleasant to look at. And again, it goes back to confronting problems. It's a comfortable, it sucks. I hate doing it sometimes, but I realize that by letting things, not letting things continue to fester, it's so much better where you can address a problem immediately than waiting later on. Just imagine if you hurt your arm or your body and you don't go to the doctor immediately and now the wound is getting bigger and bigger and it's growing and now by the time you go to the doctor, they're like, hey, we need to just cut your whole leg off. And you're like, what? And he's like, well, if you would have came to me a year ago, we would not have had to do this. But because you allowed this problem to continue, it's gotten to this point. So make sure that you're confronting these problems. Be specific in identifying your problems. Don't mistake a cause of a problem with the real problem. So yeah, the cause of the problem and the real problem might be different. So get down to the root cause. I believe that there's a root cause for everything. Everything. You have to kind of what they my old chief said in the military, you have to be able to peel that onion back. So ask yourself, okay, it, what is the cause of the problem? Because, you know, that that might be a difference. There might be a cause to the problem, but there might be actually a real problem. So identify the difference, what the cause of the problem is and also the real problem, because it might be bigger. It might be deeper than what you expect and distinguish big problems with small ones, because some problems are going to real. I mean, they might be something that you are going to have to work on for the next few years. It might be a mental issue. It might be a personality issue. It might be something deep rooted from your background or it could be something small where it can be remedied immediately. So you have to be able to distinguish between the two and identify which one you want to address first and which one's going to take more time and energy. And finally, once you identify a problem, don't tolerate it. Again, it goes back to that person with that attitude that works at that store that's been working there for years. No one has addressed it and their customer service just sucks. And now you don't even want to go, go there because you know this person has a bad attitude. When you identify, don't tolerate it. Try to create an environment where problems aren't tolerated. You identify, you work on it. Problems are going to happen, but make sure you're remedying those. And then also diagnose problems to get at their root causes. I talked about that before. Focus on what is, what is before deciding what to do about it. What is it first? And then once you figure out what it is, then you figure out what to do about it. What are the steps that you have to take to, you know, to figure out how to resolve it? Um, distinguish proximate causes from root causes. Again, it goes back to what we talked about just a second ago. It, what stuff is the root cause of the bigger problem? 
because when you get to the root cause of things, it might be able to diminish or fix those big problems. And then recognize that knowing what someone, including you, is like will tell you what you can expect from them. Again, recognize that knowing what someone, including you, is like will tell you what you can expect from them. And I know you guys have been talking about hearing me talk about the genius zone, but it's like a level of self-awareness that you need. That psychology behind your leadership, that psychology behind the people you manage, because it's so important for you to have self-awareness. You have to understand yourself. You need to understand the people that you're connecting with personally and professionally to be able to make sure that 2020 is going to be a fruitful year for you. You know the perfect Christmas gift to give to your family, especially if you have children? It's my book, Trendsetter, Seven Steps to Radically Stand Out to Be the Best You. Get it today on Amazon.com. And if you have Amazon Prime, you get it pretty much the next day. So don't waste time. Go to Amazon.com, search for Aisha Thomas, A-I-S-H-A-T-H-O-M-A-S, or search for Trendsetter, Seven Steps to Radically Stand Out to Be the Best You, and grab your copy today. So now that we've talked about the first three steps, let's go through the last two. Um, The next one is design a plan, design a plan. Go back before you go forward. Oh man, sometimes you have to, again, it goes back to that root cause. Sometimes you have to go back in order for you to go forward. And that's why we're talking about problems, identifying the root cause, what happened. And it might require you to go back. It might require you to like really go back and figure out what happened two, three years ago, what happened 10 years ago. And then that will allow you to identify the issue and move forward. Think about your problem as a set of outcomes produced by a machine. And I'm big on strategically planning out, you know, what kind of outcome that you want, like strategically planning out the steps one, two, three, four, like allow it to move like a machine. Think about your problem as a set of outcomes produced by a machine. So meaning like there's layers to it. If it was a machine, what are the nuts and bolts to it? What is, you know, what is this part of it? What is this part of it? Like it's a machine and now it has to be pretty much like fixed or it needs to be like figured out so it can be rewired and the machine can work more effectively. Remember there that there are typically many paths to achieving your goals. And that is true. And that's why, again, it goes back to that flexibility. There's so many different ways to address your goals. Don't believe that it's just one way. You don't want to be open to any other way. There are multiple ways. Be open to it. Learn about it and realize that that being flexible will allow you to address those things a lot more congruently, a lot more easily. Think of your plan as being like a movie script and that you visualize who will do what through time. And again, that's why it's important to have a team. You might have multiple people involved. If the problem is tied to you, it might be getting your family involved. It might be going through therapy. It might be I just having a bunch of players involved, but realizing that everyone has a piece to play in that process and write down your plan for everyone to see and to measure your progress against. Um, I recently have been doing a lot of 2020 like clarity calls, plans, and I've just been talking about like, what plan do you have and who can hold you accountable in creating that plan? Is there somewhere you can post it? Are there a group of like-minded friends that you can say, hey guys, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I haven't been doing it. So every day at this time, I'm going to post that I've achieved it and I've done it right here. So what can you do? Where can you start um, opening your eyes or connecting other people that are going to help you be accountable as you're building this dream or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve? 
Um, next is recognize that it doesn't take a lot of time to design a good plan. It doesn't take time. You just have to realize that you have to just sit down, build it, create it, dismantle that machine, figure out the nuts and bolts of it, and then move forward in that plan. But also remember accountability. And then the final step, push through to completion. Great planners who don't execute their plans go nowhere. Good habits are vastly underrated and establish clear metrics to make certain that you are following your plan. Oh, I love that first one. Great planners who don't execute their plans go nowhere. I mean, we can plan all day. We can say, hey, I'm gonna write this book. We can say, you know what, I'm gonna go get help. But when you have not called and set up the therapy appointment and started, or if you started to go, but you know it's supposed to be a 10 week process, but you've only done two weeks and then you've stopped. You have to be able to follow it through. You're not going to be able to execute your goal or go anywhere if you don't actually execute it. So remember, great planners who don't execute their plans go nowhere. So you can plan it all day, but you have to actually like put it into play. Call the number. Hold that person accountable. Hold yourself accountable. Where do you need to post it? Where do you need to put it? And then also follow that thing through from beginning to the end. And then finally, as we wrap up, it says, remember that weaknesses don't matter if you find solutions. Look at the patterns of mistakes, um, of your mistakes, and identify at which step within this five-step process you typically fail. Everyone has at least one big thing that stands in the way of their success. Find yours and deal with it. I mean, we all have something that happens or a pattern that we see that gets us stuck, that gets us in a place where we can't move forward. And now that you've identified it, really hit that thing hard. Like I said, is it accountability? Is it, is it somewhere you need to post it? Is it bringing other people in? Is it connecting with other people? I've had phases in my business or I've had phases in my life where I've gotten so, you know, um, prideful that I didn't want to ask for help. But being able to be open and letting people know, man, I hit my homegirl today recently about something and I was like, I'm scared. And she's like, scared of what? I'm like, I'm building this thing and I'm having those fears and those negative thoughts in my head. Like, hey, it's not going to be successful. It's not going to happen. It's not going to come through. And she's just like, what do you mean? And she had to allow me to see another aspect of it. But I added those additional layers of accountability. She's holding me accountable. I'm holding her accountable. And when I do find myself having these fears, because we all do, I do have those negative thoughts that come in my head. You know, the Bible talks about as a man thinketh, so is he. So it's really working on undoing that negative mindset, growing up here in negativity and, and just taking it in and starting to talk to you, neg like talk to yourself negatively. It's stuff that sometimes wants to pop up and say, hey, I'm back. The negative talker, the, the bully within you starts to talk and you have to like lay that bully down or let somebody know, hey, I'm fearful. But if I didn't add that layer of accountability, I might have allowed that thing to get into my head. It would have spiraled out of control or it might have delayed me another week. But by her checking on me, it allowed me to talk through it. And then, boom, I'm like, OK, I'm right back on it. So sometimes it does take you getting that team around you, that accountability around you. But we all have areas where we get stuck or we know it's within this process. It might be, man, you plan, but you don't execute. But now that you've identified it, what can what can you put into place so it'll allow you to execute on those plans or those things that you want to do? So, man, shout out to Ray Dalio. Um, like I said, I want to continue to give you guys these principles that we're getting from these mega minds. And like I said, what we will continue to see is that there's a pattern. So embrace these things, apply it, live it. So 2020 can be the year of the level up. Let's go.
The Fire Within Speak Fire is so lit right now. What's up, guys? This is Aisha Thomas, your host of Internal Fire, inspiring you from the inside out. And I want to introduce you to the other podcasts within the Speak Fire family. And don't forget that Speak Fire with the Y. Check out our new podcast. By Cornelius D., we have Champion Fire, inspiring the champion within you. If you're a father, if you have families, make sure you check out Jody S.'s podcast called Father's Fire. And you also want to check out Leadership Fire, hosted by Michael G, Student Fire, hosted by Bobby B, Young Fire, hosted by Sean B, and make sure you tune into our new episodes that drop every Monday. Get your fire sparked. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I really appreciate all of your support. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms on at Miss Aisha Speaks. That's M-S-A-I-S-H-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. And don't forget to check out my website, AshaThomas.org. And make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast. And while you're there, make sure you leave a dope comment. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I really appreciate all of your support. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms on at Miss Aisha Speaks. That's M-S-A-I-S-H-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. And don't forget to check out my website, ashathomas.org, and make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast. And while you're there, make sure you leave a dope comment.